Have you ever dreamed of soaring through the skies above the beautiful island of Maui in a helicopter? If so, you don't want to miss today's episode on the podcast. Recently, I sat down with Nick Moran, the owner of Go Fly Maui, a one-of-a-kind helicopter flight school and helicopter experience on the island of Maui. In this episode, we learn how Go Fly Maui offers a truly customized flight experience that can turn your dreams of flight into reality. The captain has turned on the fasten seatbelt sign, so stay tuned for another Maui-filled episode of Hawaii's Best. Aloha, welcome to Hawaii's Best. Here, you'll learn what to know before traveling as we discover Hawaiian culture, local businesses, and the experiences that make Hawaii one of the most incredible places in the world. And now, your host, Brian Murphy. Aloha and welcome to episode 80 of Hawaii's Best. Just want to say thank you so much for joining me today. I am the host and owner of Hawaii's Best Travel, Brian Murphy. And I just want to say if you've been hanging out with us on Hawaii's Best for a little while, just want to say thank you. And, and I would ask you to consider sharing this podcast with anyone who loves Hawaii as much as you, or maybe they're planning a trip to Hawaii, maybe for the first time. So be sure to share this podcast with them. Well, like I mentioned on today's episode, I got the chance to sit down with Nick Moran, who is a passionate pilot whose love for aviation started at a young age growing up in the Pacific Northwest. Nick's fascination with flying led him to earn his fixed wing pilot license just at the age of 17. But it wasn't until he took an introductory helicopter flight that he realized his true calling, becoming a helicopter pilot. Nick pursued his passion relentlessly, obtaining his commercial license, instrument rating, and CFI and CFI licenses. Driven by his enthusiasm for teaching and desire to share the exhilarating world of helicopter flight, he and his wife, Megan, moved to the beautiful island of Maui. Together, they turned their dream into reality by founding Go Fly Maui, a one-of-a-kind helicopter flight school and experience that truly reflects Nick's spirit and dedication to the world of aviation. So let's go ahead and let's talk story with Nick from Go Fly Maui. Nick, thank you so much for coming on Hawaii's Best, coming from the beautiful island of Maui. How are you doing today? Awesome, Brian. Thanks for having us on the podcast. Absolutely. Yeah, this is going to be fun. How are things going with Go Fly Maui? I know just gave a brief bio of what you guys do and, and who you are a little bit, but love to hear from you about how things are going and a little bit about yourself. Doing great. Lots of flying, got beautiful weather. Everything's back into full swing. We're flying lots. Oh, that's awesome. Secretly, I've always wanted to learn how to fly and I've never done it. So part of this conversation is a little is a little selfish. I'd love to hear more about what you guys do at Go Fly Maui. But before we get into all that, share a little bit about your journey, how you came into falling in love with aviation and eventually to what you do now. My aviation journey, if you will, started at a super young age. Dad was in the Navy and flew jets. So I grew up with boy airplanes and helicopters and all kinds of stuff. I think my love of aviation started right there. As I was going through high school, that was one of the deals I got to pursue was a private pilot license. I got my private pilot license when I was 16. It was kind of special. My dad got to go through the ground school with me again. So it's kind of fun to have his 
aviation stories to back up all the, the ground school stuff I was learning for the first time. Then from there, I started working at an airport as a fueler and scrapping for flight time here and there. But as most people realize, flying's a little on the expensive side, especially when you're 16, 17 and you have the original GoFundMe, you know, mowing lawns. <laughs> right. So I got into kite surfing, which that's what eventually brought us out to Maui and switched us over to the helicopter world. When about was that transition coming over to Maui? So we've been on Maui for 14 years now. We had visited New Zealand and Maui both prior, right after we got married. And we were going to move to New Zealand for a little bit. And due to family circumstances, and also it's a long ways away, we decided to move to Maui and make it work. It wasn't the easiest thing in the world, but we made it work. So you're on Maui. It's been about 14 years. When did the idea for Go Fly Maui, how did that come about? Is that something that's always been, I guess, in your heart or ideas or dreams or how did that come out? It's been kind of a morphing dream, if you will. Morphed from doing bush flying up in Alaska to awesome. our journey out here at Go Fly Maui going organically came together in a lot of ways looking back on it. I had gotten my instructor rating in helicopters and whatnot back in Washington State. There were no flight schools in Maui at the time. I was going through all of that. So I did take a, a year and a half and when I moved back to Washington for that training. But when we got here, we're like, okay, great. Not like you graduate and get to start flying tours right away. They want you to have 1,500 hours just as a beginning position. So I had to figure out some way to build that flight time. And so was able to get a co-pilot position with the uh, medevac helicopter, which was stationed on Maui. That was a great learning experience. We had very high time pilots that were willing to share their experience with me. It also got me around a lot of the mechanics, the other pilots flying tours, and well, they see someone that's working hard and start to see little opportunities pop up and gets pushed up a little bit. But Along that path, I bumped into a airplane flight instructor who decided he wanted to buy a helicopter without knowing how to fly it and <laughs> got talking. I'm like, well, I am an instructor. I'll, I'll teach you to fly it. We're like, okay, this is, this is a little different. But we actually started Maui Helicopter Academy at the time and we learned a lot. We had a little Schweitzer 300, which kind of looks like a John Deere tractor version of a helicopter. Great little machine, but ended up kind of having some hiccups with being able to get parts. So he ended up selling that helicopter and Go Fly Maui was born. We bought a R44, which is a four seat piston helicopter. Pretty popular, great machine. And we started Go Fly Maui. It's now grown to having a second ship. We've got an R22, which is a two seat helicopter. This the primary trainer for people wanting to get their pilot's license. So that's kind of how Go Fly Maui was born, essentially. We've been going for, well, since 2018. So been a fun ride so far. 2018, that's still pretty fresh. And then weathering through the pandemic. And now, like you mentioned, you guys are back up and, and full, full going. You know, growing up and, and traveling... Yeah, I've always been a little afraid of flying and, and one of the things is like, you got to face your fears and, you know, I'm not anymore, but like, I've always have been curious about, you know, 
learning how to fly. And I think that's kind of a little bit of what's a little selfish about this conversation is part of me wants to learn how to fly, but someone who's listening to this also is like, hey, I just want to like hop in and grab a camera to around Maui. Go fly Maui. How is it different than the other helicopter companies on, on Maui? What's unique? What sets you guys apart for someone who's traveling to Maui to, you know, to be aware of? Go fly Maui is a company that we don't do traditional tours. We are all about let them actually get on the controls and get the experience that time is also logable. So, you know, if you want a little more intimate experience, we can do the introductory flights, let you get some time. You can log that time towards a pilot's license and you're one hour closer to your goal. So that's, that's something unique. There's no other company on the island that'll do that. Some people who already have a pilot's license, they're looking for a flight school where they can log some time, but they don't want to do a normal tour route or something like that. They just want to fly around and, and see the sites. We can do those those flights where, you know, we've got various pilots on board with a safety pilot from GoFly Maui. The other thing that we have, a lot of the companies that fly tours out here will allow you to bring a cell phone or something like that. But we get a lot of photographers that want to bring their actual cameras along. They have a specific vision for what they'd like to shoot. And if you're taking a normal tour, you've got the doors on, you got to share with a bunch of people, and they only let you bring your cell phone. Go fly Maui. We let you actually bring along a real camera. I'm a photographer. We've got experienced photographers that also come out and guide you through aerial photography 101. We call it our photo flight academy. Oh, that's awesome. And that's really fun because you get to create something special. You can print it up, yeah. put it on your wall. You got a story behind it. We offer that for the anywhere from beginner to professional photographers and sometimes even the cinematographers that come out and want to put something together. We've done a couple of production shoots. Paradise City, we got to help out with the, one of the shoots of John Travolta. Never a dull moment out here. But yeah, if you come out and you're wanting to stay for a little bit and actually work on your pilot's license, we offer ground school where we sit down and go through all the subjects that the FAA has got lined out for you, help you get ready for your written tests, and then the flight training will get you set up for taking your check ride, which takes you know, anywhere from, in a realistic world, 50 to 100 hours on Maui. We are on a fairly windy island, so you know our pilots take a little bit longer to get through our program, but they're happy that they did because they can handle the conditions. It's a very rewarding uh, venture. What side were you at as far as, you know, geographically based on the island? We're actually at the Kahului Airport. Oh, cool. So most people coming to visit Maui will land at Kahului. Right. We're actually stationed on the opposite side of the runway that all the big jets are. It's a great airport. That's awesome. One of the things that I was, at least that caught my eye, and I'd love to hear maybe a little little story, the helicopter flower drop. Can you share maybe a, a touching or unique story from maybe some of the various events that you've been a part of? Yeah, we've got several. People ask, like, what what's the deal with the flower drops? Right. Hawaii is known for some of its beautiful flowers. We've got plumerias, we've got hibiscus, and fluorescent colors. It's gorgeous. And so for most events, whether it's, you know, a birthday, wedding, even memorials, things like that. It's pretty special if we can uh, scatter flowers from above and have it drift over the events. 
you know, I've even had some friends who have passed on and getting to share that experience of, you know, whether it's scattering ashes with the flowers, it, it's very special. We recently did a wedding up country and probably 200 people at this event. And, you know, to look down and see flowers everywhere, everybody's cheering. And you're like, yeah, we've helped make that day just a little more special. That's sweet. Yeah. The ash scattering as well. A lot of people will paddle out on paddle boards or canoes and scatter ashes and from the helicopter, usually out over the ocean. But that's going out in a bang. That's the way I want to go out. Like, I've always envisioned that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. All right. It is that time again for Any Kind News. And on this edition of Any Kind News, the Molokini Island, a small 18-acre marine sanctuary located off Maui's southwestern shores, is widely considered one of the world's most popular snorkeling and diving spots. However, a recent study has revealed that the crescent-shaped island is suffering from overuse due to the high volume of visitors, necessitating additional management measures to protect its delicate ecosystem. In 2019, over 40,000 tourists visited Molokini for ocean excursions. Although the island experienced some relief when the pandemic halted tourism to Hawaii in spring of 2020, a 2011 survey of 712 individuals participating in diving and snorkeling trips to Molokini showed that 67% felt the island was crowded. Kevin Wing, the study's lead author from William & Mary's Virginia Institute of Marine Science commented, The COVID-related tourism freeze provided a unique natural experiment to measure the effects of decreased tourism on fish behavior in a high-use, no-take marine protected area. Russell Sparks from the Hawaii's State Department of Land and Natural Resources emphasizes the need for better management to improve not only the ecosystem's health, but also the visitor experience. Between March 2020 and May 2021, researchers conducted five scuba surveys around Molokini to record various details of the fish species within the submerged crater. They also analyzed human presence data from logbooks of the 40 charter boat companies offering tour excursions around the island. The findings showed that fish species and large predators displayed by high human activity returned to Molokini within months. The displacement of these creatures is concerning as it affects their spawning and sends ripples throughout the local food web, potentially stressing the entire ecosystem. Molokini has been a no-take marine protected area since 1979, with many tour operators working closely with the state to protect the reef. Visitor numbers to Molokini returned to pre-pandemic levels by June of 2021, as per the study. Wang stated, our research demonstrates that human presence alone can alter the community structure and possibly the functioning of ecosystem. This means we can improve how tourism is configured in Hawaii and around the world to reduce the impacts of human presence. And this has been this edition of Any Kind News. Back to you, Brian. Thanks, Brian. Let's go ahead. We're going to get back to our conversation with Nick from GoFly Maui. So we're up, we're up in the air right now. Do you have any favorite spots that are unique, maybe to you, that, that are special to you? And then also, what are some of the other spots that people are really drawn to? Thinking about that vantage point above Maui, so much of Maui can only be explored. I think in Kauai, too, can, can only be explored in the air. So what are some of your favorite spots to explore? I've got a couple. My first favorite is going out to Hana. A lot of people do the road to Hana. That's a big thing 
for visitors. I want to do the road to Hana. And it's usually a all day driving event. Right. I love going out there, especially for our photo flights. There's there's waterfalls all over the place. The coastline on the North Shore is absolutely spectacular. We actually have waterfalls usually after it rains or something like that. Waterfalls cascade into the ocean. They drop, you know, 500, 600 feet. You're going to see so much more of Rodahana from, from above. There's waterfalls that people have never been to that we get to fly over. Yeah, it's definitely an amazing experience. Yeah. The second favorite is, you know, weather permitting, going into the West Maui Mountains. West Maui's are a little bit older than the Hana side of the island. So the valleys are a little bit deeper, really etched in. Most people who fly over there usually comment that they feel like they're in the Jurassic Park movie. Mm. It just makes you feel pretty small. <laughs> it's really, really cool. All rainforest, huge waterfalls. It's just magical. A lot of people come back and they're just like crying. You're like, definitely be a part of that. Do you ever get like immune to that? Or is like every trip up is unique and special? Well, every trip we go up is unique and special. We get fairly consistent conditions, but it doesn't mean that we're going to see the same stuff. Mm. And it's really cool too when we take people up, especially for their first helicopter flight and just the look of awe on their face and seeing their reaction will never get old. Every day is a little bit unique and different. And especially from the photographer's perspective, the light's always changing. The, the, the waterfalls ebb and flow a little bit. The ocean's always changing too. We have days where we have jaws, which is a massive wave breaking. We might be shooting surfers. And then we have days like this. This last week was totally calm and flat and it looked like a lake. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't get bored. Yeah. Before we hit record, we were talking about whale season and you've been, you know, seeing some of that. Usually whale season, especially Maui, you know, November through March, April-ish. How has the season been? This year has been incredible. I think I probably said that last year too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Last year was different. We had so many baby whales here. This year we got a lot of babies, but we've got a lot of young adults, which are the babies from last year so you know it, it's just super cool to see the whales from from above i've been out on the boats i've been out on the kayaks and it's really yeah. cool to be close to the whale but when you can look down through the water and you see a whale 20 feet underwater then its silhouette is is just sitting there there's a kayak up above it and you see the size difference <laughs> it, it's just incredible and then to see them jumping, you can see them before they come out of the water. Their their white peck fins are like super bright. Uh, it, it, it's really cool. But this year's been great. We've had a lot of, we call them comp pods, which are competition pods. Usually it's a mating thing. And with these comp pods, we're starting to see bottlenose dolphins swimming with one of the pairs. Usually the pair that has the new cast. So someone's planning a trip to... Hawaii, specifically Maui. And, you know, they're looking for excursions and they're looking for the whale watching tours and the helicopter tours. And, and maybe they come across Go Fly Maui. What sets you guys apart and, and unique? I know we talked about that a little bit, but I'm thinking about that person who is maybe coming back to the islands or coming for the first time and is looking for a unique experience. If you could just talk to that person for a minute and, and about Go Fly Maui and what you guys offer. If you're the type of person that likes to do something a little bit different, 
you're the customer we're looking for. <laughs> to be honest, we love to get to know all of our clients. We don't cram our schedule super back to back. We like to have a pretty relaxed environment, bring you in, get to know you. We go for our flight. We keep in touch. We like making friends and we like working with people to make a unique experience, whether it's, you know, hey, my brother lives out here. We want to go check out his house. And he wants some photos of it or whatever. We, we're not set to certain parameters that some of the other operators can be set to. We just really love hanging out, enjoying people, getting to share flying helicopters with them. It's a beautiful island and we like to make it special. Yeah, I can't wait to get back on Maui again and be able to connect in person. So on the ground, somebody's there. You guys have been there for 14 years. But for travelers visiting Maui, what are some, in your opinion, must-see locations, activities? What would you recommend just kind of for someone coming to for a visit? You know, if you're coming out to Maui for the first time, definitely come fly with us. And, and you're adventurous to go try kite surfing or windsurfing. There's plenty of operations that, that teach lessons and do that. Surfing's a big one. I mean, you think of Hawaii, you want to go get some surf lessons. Those are always memorable. As far as other activities, there's hiking. While you always follow the safety guidelines, if there's no local hiking, then you probably shouldn't be hiking. <laughs> <laughs> right. But on the North Shore, you know, the Bamboo Forest, Twin Falls, there's the Mendez Trail Ridgeline hike. They're all absolutely gorgeous and different. Kind of must-dos for, for anyone that comes out. I usually send them there. Other things that are off the beaten path, you know, there's lots of tour operators that do photography tours, things like that, that are kind of little hidden gems. Hmm. Awesome. Well, we're going to do something. I don't think I've done this on any other episode yet, and I don't know if it's going to be a thing. Maybe we'll just do it for this episode, and it'll be a thing for this episode. But we're going to do, we'll call it Rapid Five Maui Edition. You know, just your first gut response, how you would answer this question. But <laughs> sunrise at Haleakala or sunset at Kanapali Beach? Sunset. Right on. Kanapali. Rodahana or exploring upcountry? Rodahana is a hard one to beat. And like you mentioned earlier, people need to plan the day for it. It's a whole day excursion. I think some people, I'm just going to drive a drive a road, but it's a whole day excursion that people need to be aware of. So, Yeah, I usually recommend that they stay at the Hana Resort if they do it and actually get a morning in Hana. And oh, that's, that's magical. Smart. That's that's a price for the admission for this episode. That's worth it right there. That's <laughs> <laughs> right there. Good tip. All right. Favorite restaurant? Maui Ocean Vodka. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, that's my new favorite. Someone's watching. They, they can't see it right now, but I have the different sizes of their Maui Ocean Vodka bottles behind me. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. amazing venue up there. Okay, Golden Sands of Wailea or the Black Sands of Wainapanapa State Park? I like Wailea. Wailea is awesome. Okay. I go with that. But Black Sand, if you're in Hana, you got to go check it out. Sure. All right. Last one, snorkeling or horseback riding? 
Well, I'm going to snorkeling because <laughs> I'm allergic to the horses. <laughs> ah, okay, so that's interesting. But explain a little bit about, we haven't talked about your wife, who's ever, you know, the other arm of this operation. Why the laughter about horseback riding and maybe explain just a little bit about that before we wrap up. Oh, man. Well, the tail number on her R44 is 23HH or Hotel Hotel. And I joke that that stands for uh, horses and helicopters. My wife's amazing. She does a lot of the back end. If people inquire, they're usually talking to her to schedule their flight. Definitely the backbone of the company, but is definitely a horse girl. Has trained up two horses and one is a jumper, one's doing dressage. She loves English stuff. If she's not in the office with the Go Fly Maui, she's usually going to be up at the barn playing with the horses. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, Nick, how can people find you guys and, and book with you? So we're on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us on Instagram at GoFlyMaui. The same GoFlyMaui on Facebook. If you want to check out our website, uh, it's, you know, GoFlyMaui.com and drop us a note. There's a contact button in there. Also, some more information on all of our flights. If you've got questions, we, we love answering questions. Usually the email is the easiest way to get a hold of us because either we're up at the barn or I'm flying and I can't take <laughs> phone calls while we're flying. So, uh, <laughs> right. yeah, just send us an email. We're pretty good about getting back to you ASAP. Yeah. Love to in touch with all of your listeners. Nick, thank you so much for your time and have a great rest of your day. I can't wait for someone who who's listened to the episode to have that experience and report back on that experience for everyone else to hear. And I can't wait to get out back on Maui soon. So thank you so much for your for your time. Thanks for having us on the podcast. Well, again, I just want to thank Nick for coming on the podcast today. And to find more about Go Fly Maui, go to hawaiisbesttravel.com slash episode 80. And there you'll find a lot more info on how to contact them in case you're planning a trip to Maui. And if you are planning a trip to Maui, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me, brian at hawaiisbesttravel.com and email me some questions or maybe some things that you would love for us to cover about the incredible island of Maui. All right, until next time, be well. Aloha. Mahalo for listening to this episode of Hawaii's Best. To stay up to date on future episodes, please subscribe and visit us at hawaiisbesttravel.com. <laughs>